Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Hey folks, welcome back to Police Pod Talk. We're coming on the air just a little bit earlier than our planned date of June 8th uh, due to the fact that there's been a lot of uh, things unfolding across the country and there have been a lot of emails and uh, text messages and Facebook posts. Uh, requests have been coming to me that maybe we need to start taking a few phone calls or interviews from people who have some things on their mind uh, about all these events that are happening in the news and in front of us. And uh, willing to come in today, and I've got several other ones uh, on, the, on the hook yet, we're going to have an interview today with Ashley out of Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, they had a, a protest that uh, turned a little bit ugly uh, downtown in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. She would like to express her concerns, how she feels, what she saw, and, and maybe even where things could be better. And maybe even she can tell us what she feels has led up to those. Ashley, you can say hey to everybody out there. Let them know you're here. Hello, everyone. All right. Ashley's with us today, and she's gonna. I'm going to let her speak her mind because that's what this is all about today. People want to be heard. They want to talk. They want to share what their feelings are. So, Ashley, I, I really appreciate you being here today. Go ahead and uh, let us know. You work in the Fort Wayne area. Is that right? Yes, work and live. Work and live in Fort Wayne. And you've been there uh, living in Fort Wayne for approximately how many years? You don't have to give us your age or anything. In the 30, 30 years. Okay, so you've done a lot of things. in. The, well, you haven't worked for 30 years, but you've worked oh, in, right, right. In, in the Fort Wayne area. Uh, born and raised in the Fort Wayne area, grew up there. And uh, you've been watching these events unfold. We're talking about the events on the news that happened in Minneapolis. We're talking about some maybe even events down in Georgia, things that are building up to where we're at now. So, Ashley, I'm going to go ahead and let you go ahead and tell us. What, what do you, have you seen? What is stirring inside of you right now? Well, I'm going to start by saying it's a lot of thoughts, a lot of emotions going on. So it it's difficult to pinpoint it to this is the only feelings I'm having. But starting seeing uh, George Floyd in Minneapolis there spark so much um, anger in the news and start people who were neutral or who said, oh, I feel bad for, or I'm sorry for, seeing those people step up and say, I'm no longer sorry for, but I am angry with, I am angry and hurt with Mm -hmm. um, people of color and particularly black men. And seeing people stand up in that way it makes you feel proud at the same time it's sad that it has to be that way for me seeing that uh your past anger your past hate and you're at i'm just done i'm done seeing it this has been happening beyond my years beyond my 30 years on earth this is going on before me mm-hmm. now i'm in a generation where it's on tv it's on social media everyone has a phone it's being videotaped um and unfortunately 30 years ago it was being videotaped too 
mm-hmm. but um, nothing has changed. It's not stopping. And that now to me is saying there's something wrong in the justice system. There's something wrong with the police who I've grown up to look up to, say they're there to protect me, look at them as strong individuals and people who love our country. I am now looking at them as they are the enemy. They are the ones starting this war. Um, They're being supported by someone who's telling them to go ahead and make it a war. If they're looting, we're shooting. That's that's ridiculous. That there, you're looking at the people who are looting and rioting as animals when before you were looking at them as great citizens of the United States who are trying to express their voice. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the rioting has gotten out of hand. It's turned into something that it shouldn't be. And yes, that needs to stop. But when you're in a place where you can't express yourself vocally, you're being told you can't stand here on this corner, you're going to start doing something that maybe is out of character to be heard. And it, being heard is throwing a rock through a window, throwing a breaking something. Um, that means you're at your last resort. It's like when you're in a dog fight or you're fighting and someone bites you because that's their last resort. Um, so unfortunately that's happening, but I won't, I'm speaking from Fort Wayne. I did not go to the um, peaceful protest that was scheduled that everyone in Fort Wayne knew was going to happen um, to show that they were standing up and standing beside those in Minneapolis, those in Atlanta, um, and standing up out against what's going on in the justice system. And from my perspective, uh, it was set up to be a fight. Um, It was set up to say something bad is going to happen, so we need police to block them. We need them to stand and keep them from hurting others where... From what I've seen, protests, the police are supposed to be there to protect the protesters, to let them have a safe space to speak, to let them have a safe space to let out that anger, um, to let them hold up signs and chant. In my opinion, after the first night in Fort Wayne where they say it became violent and water bottles were thrown, police should have looked at that and said, hey, let's take a different Let's look at this out of a different perspective and say, hey, we are here with you, not against you. We are here to help you speak in freedom. When we see hundreds, they were saying hundreds of people were down there, give them some space, block off a road, tell them, all right, we will let you be in this road. Traffic, we don't want traffic to hit the protesters. Let's move traffic Um, from what it looked like on the news, on live feed, They're standing at attention, waiting for someone to throw something so they can then bomb them with tear gas. And if if you're throwing a water bottle, why wouldn't the police officer just go arrest that person who threw a water bottle? You got innocent people down there who are hurting and want to speak out. And maybe they are on the fence of not all police are bad. They go down there and get hit with tear gas. Now they are being attacked by the people that they thought were going to protect them. Well, so, let no, me, sorry, that was a lot. But. No, that's okay. That's that's exactly what we're here for. We want you to go ahead and vent just a little bit. 
Let me ask you, do you feel that the people, you said it was a peaceful protest. You feel the people down there were there for a peaceful protest. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Where do you think it went wrong? I mean, you said it was a peaceful protest. Where do you think it went wrong? It went wrong when the protest was tried to be controlled by Fort Wayne police, sheriffs. They tried to control the protest and... I, it went wrong when you see that it looks like they're surrounding the protest because they're scared of them. That's what it looked like. And that was from the beginning. Um, I was downtown Saturday up until the protest began. I saw people praying together. Um, and during that time, they already had SWAT teams standing there, people walking in the streets, police at alert feeling like they're threatened. There were no threats on downtown Fort Wayne. There was not a someone calling in saying this is going to happen. And no one there's no reports of sh- uh, shootings. There's there's water bottles being thrown. And I have to say police have been thrown with water bottles here and there at festivals probably, but you don't see them then come in with an army and push people out of a festival. No, that person gets arrested and removed from the festival, which is what should have happened at the protest. Majority of those people down there were there not to be violent. So how about we remove those violent people from the protest? They were people speaking, yelling, shouting that they wanted a riot. Remove that person from the protest. Don't don't take the whole crowd with you and then look like you're start you're starting a war and that is what is going around the country a war is starting okay so what do you say to the people and and, and uh, we've gotten emails and uh, things coming in saying if people are going to walk in the street and block traffic that is against the law and that's when the police have to act what do you say to that they knew that was going to happen so they should have blocked the street and diverted traffic. So, wait, they knew there was going to be a problem? Is that what you're trying to tell me? The police knew that this protest was going to be a problem? They set it up that they knew there was going to be. The first day, when things finally started, a few people were in the street, endangering traffic. Mm -hmm. Remove those people. Don't throw tear gas at the whole crowd. Remove those people. Then the next day, speak out as the leader of Fort Wayne and say, hey, it didn't work last night. We didn't have enough space for our protesters. So tonight, if you want to go downtown, you're going to need to avoid this street because we're blocking it off for our protesters. Show that you are wanting them to be there. Protests are allowed to happen, but if you feel like you're not even allowed to go down there because they're saying no, you're in the way, you're causing problems with traffic, then you're going to be angry and like I said, end up doing something that you wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. So you you yourself did not go to the protest? No. Do you know of anyone that went down there, a friend of yours or someone that you've spoken to? I have not spoken to anyone who went down there. Okay. Did you? Would you have felt comfortable going down just to hear what was being said? Yes. There, um, like I said, I was down there before the 2 o'clock protest when they were praying before the protest. Um and I would have been comfortable down there during it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I think just knowing that and seeing how the police were ready, it, they were 
it was inevitable that there was going to be tear gas fired, even if it was one person causing a problem. And that's something I'm going to avoid if I can. So the first night I didn't, I didn't know it was going to be that late and that long into the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I saw the first night and then you heard the response of the mayor, you heard the response of the sheriff, they were also ready for the second night. They said, if someone throws a bottle that's unacceptable, there's going to be tear gas. So you, and there unfortunately are those individuals that are going to do that. And like I said, that individual should have been removed from the situation, mm-hmm. not a stand guard against the whole crowd. Right. L- let's make a correction here. I think you're talking about that was the mayor and the police chief, okay. the city police chief. And I, the county sheriff. Okay. I, yeah, I didn't see the county sheriff, oh, but okay. if, if it was, I, I, I didn't see it, but I know I saw the police chief. So with all of this activity going on downtown, you watched it the live feed or it was on TV. One uh, of the news Channel reporters Channel, and, and 21. 21 were doing it live. What was your take on their uh, airing or their uh, broadcasting of that entire thing? What did you think then? They, I felt like they also wanted to see chaos. Mm-hmm. So they immediately, once something was thrown, oh, bottles are being thrown. No, a bottle was thrown. Or, oh, we got a flame here. No, there's a small napkin on fire. Put it out, move on, ask the people why they're there, talk about how they're down there supporting each other. Um, and even maybe get a perspective of a police officer standing down there mm-hmm. and how they were feeling. Did they feel threatened that they needed to shoot tear gas? I mean, we don't, I don't honestly know, but in my opinion, with that many officers, there's n- no reason they should have felt threatened by a water bottle. And I don't know if you're going to speak to a police officer here, but in training, you're at a baseball game even you might get hit with an ice cream cone are you going to then tear gas the whole baseball crowd because someone yelled f the police and now you don't know who it was so you just tear gas the whole outfield no you don't you let it go because you know as a police officer that stuff happens okay um for a police officer like you said you don't know how they felt or what emotions they had uh, wanting to protect themselves because they were now on high alert also. But why were they on high alert? Well, because they felt that the crowd was getting out of hand. Why would they feel that? Because they went into a, the street? Yeah, they were blocking traffic is what they were saying. They were blocking traffic. Were they traffic throwing and, rocks at the traffic? Yeah, kicking cars. That I don't know. That I don't know. And I guess I'm looking at, we see, we're seeing riots across the country that really are burning buildings to the ground. Mm-hmm. We're in Fort Wayne, Indiana, where none of that has happened, but we were responded with tear gas. So then we look at it, might as well, might as well bust these windows because you're going to throw tear gas at us, hit us with the bean bag, pellets or whatever, just like you're doing in these states where people are actually shooting guns in the riot and stealing things out of stores that was not happening so for the response to be it became violent no I don't it did not and it was unfortunate because I feel that in Fort Wayne the police and the community do have a good relationship yes we've had some situations where there have been quite been in question but I for the most part I feel like the chief of police and whoever the representative for Fort Wayne police do a great job of responding with the community. I think they looked at 
other states and other cities and thought, oh, this is going to happen here. And I, from if, correct me if I'm wrong, people who were arrested were from other cities. So instead of getting up and saying, this is not Fort Wayne, do we are not going to act like that. Maybe say, hey, I am proud of Fort Wayne for coming together. We are glad you are here. and We are with you. We understand things are not right. And we are here to stand up with you to make a change. Instead of saying, no, no, don't do that. And we're going to be ready for when it happens again. No, because then you just told us, hey, it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. So they did have a second rally. Um, I haven't heard any reports from the second rally. If it was, I think there was some tear gas in the second rally, but not yes. near as bad as the first. Is that right? Um, I believe it was launched earlier and dispersed people further into other streets. Um, they showed it went a couple blocks over because mm-hmm. people were going away from it. Okay. And, I mean, we're talking about this uh, uh, protest. Do you have a problem with people protesting we're not talking about just this thing overall people protest do you have a problem with it no okay so do you believe a protest like this started out is a good thing yes okay and we i think i've asked you this question before but and you said that you felt it went bad it got bad when the police came more on the defense instead of there to protect the protesters so that no one ruins their protest yes demonstration yes is that what you feel yes okay talk with them like they're human beings be down there as a police presence and around them in with them and say hey watch out a car is coming we want you to be safe stay on the sidewalk Mm -hmm. talk to them Mm -hmm. so you got 10 15 people milling in the street trying to get in between traffic you feel that the police should have more or less escorted them out of the street or if they did move and then make an arrest on that person to move them away from the crowd. If they needed to arrest that person, right. go, yeah, go to that person. Mm-hmm. Put your arm up to stop a car from hitting someone and then right. say, hey, we got traffic coming here. And then talk with your street department, whoever, say, we need to block off this one lane here because we're starting to get into the street. Right. Just like you would any other protest. Right. Okay. So you've been around Fort Wayne. You've gone to different festivals in the downtown area with even more people than that. Is that right? Yes. You've seen it. And have you seen that type of presence before with the police? No, not. The police will be in with the crowd. You don't see them standing, surrounding with in a defensive stance of we're blocking you from I don't even I don't even know. I can't explain what it was that they're blocking the protests from. Mhm. So if you if they would have given a bigger area for them to protest, blocked off traffic and let them have an area, do you think it would have turned into what it turned into? No. Was there any damage being done when you saw the live feed or when it was 21 live or 15 showing that was there damage at that time being the police done? caused the damage and you want to know i can explain that too okay if tear gas would never have been thrown that crowd would have never dispersed and ran down the streets of wayne and busted windows they would have stayed right where they were protesting let they're going to shout and be angry and if you're going to stand there and look at them like we are stopping you from something the anger is going to continue. The shouting is going to get more aggressive. A water bottle might have gotten thrown, but throwing the tear gas and then they're trying to throw it back at the police. 
caused the violence, caused people to disperse and run off Mm -hmm. and then be like, or just in their minds think I'm going to break something now because. Okay, Okay, now I'm I'm gonna hit you with this now. You're saying that they were standing there blocking them off. If you gave them an area and contained them in that area and said, this is the area for you to protest, Mm-hmm. You would have to be standing there somewhere. Where no, were the- put a cone out, just like you do everything else. There's a cone. There's a police car with some flashing lights telling traffic to go the other direction. Well, I'm there's talking about pedestrians. Human- yeah. Okay. Yes, the pedestrians. There would be cones, some tape up. You knew, you knew at least a day in advance this was going to happen. Set it up so that it can happen. So give them the, the area yeah. ahead of time. And I mean, I will speak on that. Unfortunately... I don't see in Fort Wayne a leader standing up, taking charge, saying, hey, everyone, we're going to gather, we're going to protest together, and this is how it's going to be. Uh-huh. Um, so w- when you say you don't see a leader, give me what you're talking about now. You're saying that, but what does that mean? I don't see a leader, leader like who? You need a mayor? You need a... No, like an, a black act- activist, somebody to say, hey, we are here to be peaceful. I know there was a pastor down there. I'm not sure who. Um, I did see Pastor Whitfield on the news um, speak after the mayor, but there's just not all around the country. There's not someone to say, this is how we're going to get justice. This is how we're going to stand up there are multiple people speaking out i think mm-hmm. i talked about um uh the person I think his name on social media is killer mike and he talked about um that violence is not the way to get our voice heard mm-hmm. i mean he's a great speaker but it it needs to be someone to unite unfortunately this side of the of the war and this, and it doesn't have to be a violent war. It can be that now we have people running for office who weren't before and they're being supported because this is what they're standing for. They're standing for justice reform. They're standing for changing the way um, the system has racism in it. And you don't even know because that's just how it was built. I mean, I don't know, but when was... When were the laws put in place? When was policing even created? And what was it created around? Created around fear of dark black men. And unfortunately, that hasn't changed much. I have never been through a, the academy, but <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. You can sense something's just not right. Right. And but it's, I mean, the, you times said, change. You yeah. need to change the way you teach your police, just like everyone else has to change the way they think. Um, about all the other minorities in the world. And because of laws changing, we're allowed to treat them, everyone equally. And police need to also step up and say, hey, because laws have changed 80 years ago, we need to get with the times Mm -hmm. and also realize that we are not going to um, forcefully put this person in handcuffs when we can just put them in the back of the squad car. Well, okay, that's getting into the police tactics and their policies and procedures, and we, we don't know that much about that to say why they have to be handcuffed versus let's just put them back there so they can wave at their friends as they go by. Right, because, I mean, I would say there are 
things that we see that look violent. And if you're a police officer, you might say, hey, well, he wasn't putting his hand behind his back. So I had to punch him in the whatever part of his arm so that he tingles and he'll let go. To us, it looks like you're just beating on a man. So, I mean, are there there less violent ways to put people in handcuffs? I don't know. Well, now you just said two things there. You said to, to... the civilian it looks violent Mm -hmm. but to the police it's a tactic that they can use to make a person let go or relax that arm in a way that they can be cuffed so you can't say can we use a less violent way right well Uh, is is there another media needs to stop posting it on there saying look at this violence maybe they should post to say look at this police officer using the tactic he learned in the academy to successfully handcuff this man (laughs) the way they say it is going to rile up the people they want riled up. Right, exactly. Well, I, I, I hear what you're saying there. I hear what you're saying. So you agree with the protest because of what they're protesting for. Is yes. that right? Okay. And you flat out uh, disagree with the way the situation was handled there in Minneapolis where the police officer had his knee on the guy's neck. Yes, and that's, that is what the protest is about. The protest was justice for Floyd. And... That's that is exa- that's what the protest was, mm-hmm. and there was no reason for violence. There was, it was just we need these officers mm-hmm. to go in front of a court just like everyone else right. and be charged, not just fired, not just then arrested, and not just one. Oh. And that's that is what was happening. Mm-hmm. Right. So the protest was a good thing. It was for a good reason. Now, let me ask you this. Let's say you're out there protesting. The protesters are out there, and they hear that the one officer was arrested for his charges. Should that lessen the amount of people that protest, or should that just say, okay, we're at the end of it, or do they keep protesting until all three are arrested? When does the protest end? In Uh, your eyes, when does it end? uh, So individual protests like the one here in Fort Wayne. We're talking about this one for Floyd. When should it end? It shouldn't end. It's not going. It should end when, <laughs> when the police across the United States say we are wrong, we are going to change, and this is how we're going to change. Mm-hmm. When they start saying this is where we made a mistake, mm-hmm. when they finally own up to that they let this guy stay on the force after multiple things that he's done that shown. Mm-hmm that he's taking it too far. When they stand up and say, we we are sorry that we messed up and we're going to change. And I think that is hard for police to say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, somebody could say why, but <laughs> that yeah. is when, when that happens, that's when now we can work together mm-hmm. because the protests are gonna happen. And like I said, if they're gonna have police come and stand at, in a defensive stance, that's showing that they're not sorry. That's showing that they're not saying, yes, what we did was, yesterday what we did with throwing tear gas at you was wrong. So to, sorry, today, let's, can we look at this in a better way? Can I talk to whoever your leader is of this protest and say, mm-hmm. what do you want from this protest? Where mm-hmm. do you think you're gonna stand? How many people do you think are gonna be here? Right. All right, let us protect you because we are police who are here to protect people who are exercising their rights, which are 
to be able to protest freedom right. of speech. Right. Okay. On the flip side of that, what do you tell the protesters? What do you tell them to do once this thing is done? Because the last thing you want to have happen is two months from now, and everybody forgets about mm-hmm. Floyd. What are you telling these people who are out there protesting? What do you tell them to do? To one, exercise all your rights, like voting. Yes, freedom of speech. Get groups together who are also on the same page as you to go out there and canvas and tell people, hey, we need a change Um, and peacefully do it because we're playing right into what they want to see. They want to say, hey, blacks are violent. Look at what happened. And so then report, oh, look at all the chaos they're causing. That's why we have to arrest them. So go out and make the change on the side of voting, speaking at uh, council meetings, go in there and say, hey, can we change this? Can we look at this? If there's someone in office that you don't agree with every year and you're like, I can't stand them, go vote for someone else or find someone better. Okay, you made a comment there. Do you think that most people believe that it was only black people who were in the protest? Did no. You, okay. So there were, do you think that at this point you saw more blacks and whites together during these protests? Oh, yeah. I think there were there was it was mixed black, white, brown. Mm-hmm. People of all nationalities were out there together, which like I had said at the beginning, that should have been praised from Fort Wayne to say everyone came together for a cause that mm-hmm. they believe in. Um, I'm saying the cause was because a black man was killed by a white officer. And so the cause of the protest is where the violent thoughts or the violent portrayals on the news come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, you think back to other protests where it's uh, white people protesting. Why aren't they videotaping the violence of those protests? Or why aren't they saying, oh, look at the rioting? It, like I, It's just the way the wording on the news makes it seem like, hey, this is going to be scary and violent. Mm-hmm. They're going to break things. And uh, right. like, yeah, it's the media does a lot of that. Right. So there have been other protests. We've had the... Uh the, the teachers protested down at the uh, state house. Right. We've had abortion protests uh, in the same area right mm-hmm. downtown. Did you see anything like that with the police standing around, you know, waiting for something to happen? Or what did you see in those? No, I didn't. And if they were down there, then the news just didn't put it up to show, oh, look how violent these people are. <laughs> I mean, cause, so I could say if you can show me video of where they had the National Guard surrounding the White House because of um, the teachers' protest, then I might be wrong, but I'm saying they didn't have it there because they weren't like, oh, they're going to start with violence. So you think their mindset was, this is going to be a violent protest instead of just, hey, this is a protest, let's work with them and figure out how to protect them. Right. You think the mindset of the police and the leaders was prepare for violence. Yes, and I would... I would say majority of people who are upset with police shootings, white police shooting black men, killing black men, majority of people know it is not all the police. 
But when you have the police standing, like they are standing by this police officer who just did that, which is that's what it looks like because you're on that side, Mm -hmm. then yes, now you are part of those bad police that we don't want and we don't trust and Mm -hmm. we will fight. Hmm. Okay. Boy. So this has kind of been weighing heavy on your mind for some time, hasn't it? Yeah. I've had a a lot of thoughts of why don't the good cops come over and protest with us? Why, If you feel just as hurt as everyone in the protest, say it. Come over here. Stand with us. And I I know there's the whole thing like you're doing your job, and if you don't, then you're going to get fired. But... If you're at a job that's standing for something you don't believe in, it's time to find a new job. (laughs) I'm not saying that the police are stand and Fort Wayne are standing for the wrong things, but that is what they're making it look like. And if, as a police officer, they're telling you to stand here with shields and throw tear gas, maybe you need to question who's telling you to do that and say, hey, how about we do this? Can we do this peacefully? I, I see another way that we can work with the with the community well at certain times and you've got to admit this too when you're in that moment you don't have that right you are following commands just like everyone else and you have to do what is told for you to do prior to that event it could have been worked out like you said you could have got with the leaders of different groups and said hey how can we help you how can we work together but once it hit once it hits the fan right you don't get to all of a sudden change the game plan right and and all you are is a player you ain't a coach right (laughs) and now a day later how do you feel about how it went down and that for you is to ask somebody who was down there as a police officer right right and that's what we're working on we're working on getting people to just say hey how they felt how things went uh this entire thing so people in your age group have you guys been in talking on the phone or texting or talking about all this stuff yeah what what is the (laughs) consensus um the consensus are people are hurt um i have a lot of friends who are unsure what they can do they if they're white they're saying it's not fair that I can't feel hurt without someone questioning me or then I have friends who are ready for a war. So there's the whole spectrum, but the consensus is the system is wrong. And I mean, with documentaries coming out on Netflix, Mm -hmm. we're seeing that it's been wrong for centuries Mm -hmm. and for it to be in our face on video, on the news, all the time but nothing changing is it's painful and uh, yeah and and you you yourself have a family mm-hmm. and you have a, a young man that's going to grow up one day do you tell him anything different or how do you raise him to respond to the police well right now he's young mm-hmm. um and that did cross my mind because I was heated to where I, in my mind, I thought if if an officer puts his hand on me, I'm going to fight because it's my life or his. I mean, I was to that point to be like, that's how it's going to be. I just am hoping and praying that by the time he is old enough to interact with a police officer, that things have changed. And just like I said, I can't just sit here and hope. I have to do something about it. I have to advocate. I have to vote. I have to get with other people and say, what are we going to do? Go to the board meetings and hear what the 
least the chief has to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, right now I'm still on the, you know, listen to the officer, keep your hands on the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. So yes, sir. Do what you're told. Mm-hmm. Tell them I'm reaching for my wallet. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and hope for the best. And it, unfortunately, then you're like, hopefully someone's with you that can record the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you, but you think that would be a deterrent. That would deter an officer from hurting someone because they see cameras on them. But what we've seen is that doesn't stop. It yeah. doesn't stop them. So if you had an opportunity, uh, be it on the podcast here or not even on a podcast, to sit down with an officer, someone in command, to give them your feelings on what you have seen and what can help, would you be willing to do that? Yeah. Okay. So if I attempt to set that up where you come back one day and I have an officer talk to you, you express your concerns and what ways and ways you think can help the police and the community relate a little bit better. You yeah. You agree to that. Like I said. I feel Fort Wayne has done a great job attempting to connect with the community. Right. Um, and I just think, you know, maybe during the screening process of hiring, something needs to change. I mean, those are things that, as a civilian, I don't know how detailed they get it. Right. I don't know what they ask in their background. Uh-huh. I also don't know if someone gets written up for something, how deep does that go? And how many times are they allowed to use excessive force that still stay on the police department? Mm-hmm. So yeah. those are things that I would love to learn and look at and see, well, maybe right here, that's where that needs to change. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that would give you that opportunity to ask those questions of someone in authority. Right. Okay. I got you. Well, Ashley, we always do appreciate having you. You've been on the show before, but we appreciate you coming this time to express some concerns and get some things off your chest and also put a message out to the people. Hey, if you're not going to get out there and vote, if you're not going to fill out your census papers, if you're just going to sit back and, and scream and yell, you're, you're not helping anybody. Right. And, and also letting the police know that, hey, there is a better way to do things. There's a way that you can help. And there's a way that you can apologize mm-hmm. and say, hey, maybe we weren't right in this one. And we could do something a little bit different, making you more human, right? right. Is that about how you feel? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there, I'm sure there's going to be more protests. This is not the last time something like this is going to happen. And it's sad to say that. But hopefully, if it does come around, we have learned, learned something as a, a people, learned something as a group, a community, uh, on how to deal with it next time. Ashley, thank you very much. Folks, if uh, you've got any questions or comments, you know how to get in touch with us on our email. But Ashley, thank you very much for getting uh, some things off your chest, and we'll see who we talk to next. Thank you. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Remember, you can always go to policepodtalk at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at Cleveland Junior or Police Pod Talk. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.